Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Uh, well, hi there, guys. What's going on? Uh, my name is Christine Guthrie. I am from We Eat Stuff. And you are listening to the podcast called We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out folks in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Um, our conversation this week is with Laura Hang from Hex STL. You can find her business site online at hexstl.com. That is spelled H E. X. So if you are needing to get stuff done in St. Louis, Laura is your woman. Through Hex STL, Laura works primarily online to help individuals and businesses succeed. She's a big proponent of influencer marketing and figuring out what the next big idea is going to be. In addition to managing Hex STL and her clients, Laura also works part-time at the coffee shop inside Tech Artista called Coffee Club. This is what I'm doing now, but like my retirement job is I hope one day I can be like the organ player at the city museum, you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and this is Laura Hang. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Oh, we're great. Who's your new friend there? This is Waffles. <laughs> We're now friends. He's licked both of my hands. Yeah, just staring your face lovingly <laughs> yes, now. he is. He's, yeah, he's yeah. staring me down. A little he, dog breath He wants your shandy. Oh, yes. Yes. What is a Waffles? I don't know. <laughs> what, what did you bring for us to drink, Laura? So tonight I brought a beer mosa with stag. Mm-hmm. Um mainly because it's what I had in my fridge, but <laughs> that's okay. But also because um like like you guys said, like bring something that is representative of you and mm-hmm. I can get into that if you want or <laughs> you can do whatever you like. Sure. You stag. Yeah, I love stag. I mean I don't know. My mom and my parents all make fun of me because they call it, like, grandpa beer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I like the malty taste of it. It's kind of yeah. got, like, a, a nice taste to it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I like stag. Mm-hmm. And I thought I would dress it up a little bit with orange juice. So And it's very refreshing. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a great little summer drink. Um, but, like, as far as how that represents me, I guess it's, like, you know, it's pretty straightforward, you mm-hmm. know, and it, it gets the job done. <laughs> Word. So that's, and then, you know, like, I, I, I'm not like, you know, I'm not, like, this beer is, like, really cheap, so I dressed it up a little bit because uh-huh. <laughs> while I am affordable and, like, you know, attainable and that sort of thing, I'm also, like, I can do, like, bigger things. Like, I'm not, like, hmm. just down for cheap events, you know, I can mm-hmm. do big productions, I can do I like it. Stuff, mm. so. I'm gonna have to translate that word for word. I will put that in your intro. <laughs> yes. That's so tagline. So that is. That's why I picked the the drink. Perfect. Well, cheers. 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 Thanks for coming over. Thanks for so, so inviting me. Yeah. I invited you what like six hours ago. Yes. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not doing anything tonight. Great. Yeah. Good deal. Uh-huh. Uh So Laura, who are you? So, God, such a deep question. Yeah. yeah. Who am I? Um. So I am, let's see, I'm from, originally from Herman, Missouri. I've lived in St. Louis for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm 28 now. I moved out when I was 18 and I said I was never going back and I didn't. So. <laughs> Just after you graduated high school? Were mm-hmm. you still in high school? I graduated high school okay. and then I went to college. Yeah. Um, so I, um. Uh, went to school for communications mm-hmm. and through that I kind of found my my passion for communications and like I was doing like PR and promotions and stuff so that's sort of how I developed like my um professional 
background was from being at Lindenwood, and also I just liked, I liked um, working with people from, like, all my friends from there were, were from, like, different countries and that sort of thing, so just, like, mm-hmm. how people communicated and that sort of, like, the science and, the, like, the psychology behind that interests me a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then through that, like, living in the city, like, music has always been, like, something that, um, like, I'm always going to shows, something like that, like, so I love music. Mm-hmm. Um, I love fashion and art. Um, I used to be a fashion blogger. Mm-hmm. That's probably how we know each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I, I lived in St. Charles. I moved to South City and proud South City person. Um, I love, like, the... It's kind of like a melting pot. There's all different types of people here. Mm-hmm. There's all different types of food. Um, so I love food, too. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and I, I love trying new things. And I think that's, like, not South City. Like, they have a lot of options with St. Louis in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I love St. Louis a lot. I always thought I would be living on one of the coasts. Mm. And once I, like, went through school and I kind of, like, got into, like, arts and culture scene here, I figured out that I kind of wanted to be here. Like, I traveled to, you know, California. I traveled to New York, and that's cool, and I like those places, but I like living here, and I think that I can be doing something here. So that's why I'm in St. Louis, and I think I can make, like, a positive impact, whatever Mm -hmm. that may be, but... um, yeah on the bank right which yeah. sounds dumb but it's really yeah true. so i don't know if that really answers your question mm-hmm. but um yeah i've been living here for a while now i own my own business mm-hmm. i was at alive and doing in- the influencer network there and i since have moved on and i'm doing hex mm-hmm. which is um a full service marketing agency but i specialize in influencer relations and mm-hmm. um creative collaborations or creative business solutions, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Like, I, mostly content, I, like, help produce content. Mm-hmm. Um, produce photo shoots, um, lookbooks, mm-hmm. whatever people need. Because, mm-hmm. you know, content for marketing is king. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. creating um, campaigns, working with photographers and stylists, and, like, making content that stands out for brands. So... That's what I'm doing now. And that's a pretty new endeavor, right? Yeah. It's about the beginning of this year. Yes. Yeah. I started it in January of 2017. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I had my launch party in February. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's very new. Cool. Yeah. I didn't think I would be doing this now. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to do something on my own, but I didn't know when or what that would be. Mm-hmm. And I think I just got to the point of, frustration in a lot of <laughs> in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. that's how I came here mm-hmm. um you s- said you were listening to Wesley's podcast mm-hmm. and I kind of talked about it on there like how I wasn't happy in my situation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. nobody would hire me but mm-hmm. I was like obviously had you know I, I'm not I have skills you mm-hmm. know so I was like how what can I do to do my own thing so I just kind of created it out of that excellent <laughs> And how did you think of the name for Hex? Yeah, so Hex comes from me reading a lot of Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it comes from, it's like the Greek root of the word six, like hexagon, and the six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. So um, he has like a case study, and I think it's I think it's um, the tipping point, I believe. Mm. And it's uh, it's about you know, just, like, communication, and, um, I think it's, it's a story about, like, postcards and, like, writing letters and stuff, and anyways, like, that chain of, like, people and that sort of thing, like, really interested me, and, like, the way people are connected, like I said, I went to school in this place where there's a lot of international students, and now when I travel, like, it's really weird, like, you can find, like, not even, like, international students, like, I'll be, like, out in, like, Florida and like I'll see somebody from Herman there you know like the degrees of like separation or you know somebody you know you're standing in line at the subway and like Mm -hmm. you start talking to them and you figure out you know their cousin or like you know like that sort of thing like so that sort of 
like mentality, I think people are more connected than what you think, mm-hmm. so. Right. Um, and that sort of interests me, and Hex is like the business of connecting people, connecting brands with people, mm-hmm. connecting um, audiences with voices, and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, yeah. so. Good deal. Yeah. How have the um, clients and people in St. Louis responded to your business? Mm. I think it's been pretty good. Yeah. Everything has pretty much been on referral basis mm-hmm. cool. from Very now. Cool. Um, everyone is like sort of like when I started my thing, everyone was, um, you know, excited. I wasn't like tied to an entity anymore. Mm -hmm. I think that's something, you know, whenever you have an agency that's kind of like tied to like a media corporation can like sort of create some biases sometimes. So, Mm -hmm. um, having that like free agent sort of mentality, um, people were really excited about that Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, they had seen my work. My previous work and they were excited to work with me and actually you know and I was excited that they would actually gave me a shot you know because mm-hmm. I had I kind of had done stuff before but like not fully mm-hmm. on my own right. and like sure. nobody yeah. was like here Laura here's the budget you figure it out mm-hmm. and you know I you know I figured all that stuff out really quick and yeah. like I had sort of done that before but it, I wasn't the main person in charge so for those people to give me like a chance too mm-hmm. was crazy yeah. so um most mostly has been on referrals so far mm-hmm. and like it keeps on coming that way like people see my work and they say I want to work with you so mm-hmm. um, I mean I do social media marketing I do email marketing I do all different types of stuff so like I'm always mm-hmm. out there and I'm always like in people's in people's thoughts mm-hmm because people are always telling me I see all your stuff everywhere, and I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Way to be. Yeah, so so I think it's been good. I haven't had any negative uh, feedback, which Mm -hmm. I I doubt people would be real um, eager to tell me, but um, um, I think for the most part it's good. I think it's needed, I think. Um, and it's not just like a St. Louis thing. Like I have like national clients too. So, um, yeah, everything's been pretty well received. Sweet. Is Hex just you? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) For the most part it is. Yeah. I have, um, an intern, Juliana, Mm -hmm. that helps me every once in a while. She helped me out, um, this summer during the grand market Mm -hmm. and she helps me out like remotely online a little bit. Um, but she's in New York right now. She's going to Mizzou this fall, so she'll still mm-hmm. be like digital. So and she's a great intern, but um, I need I need interns, but I also don't have really time to find them yeah. either. <laughs> I need an intern to find me interns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a similar situation I was in uh, back in the last uh, in in the aughts. Mm-hmm. Like I would work for internet startup that hit it big. And I was working about eight hour hour weeks, and dedicated to grinding all the time, which yeah. I had burnt out. Yeah. I left did my own thing, and because I had you know worked so hard, I gained so much skill. Yeah. And got since it's such a small operation, I learned how to how the things work. And mm-hmm. like uh, I, I kind of never really advertised my Hispanic when I did. Just people knew who I was, right. and they always kept just referring me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of an exciting thing, but it's also kind of uh, I don't know. I, I learned that when you run your own business, you yeah, I thought like like when you're the boss, you can take time off whenever you want. Actually, when you're the boss, you can never take time can, off. It never ends. It's, no. it's all twenty four seven. Yeah, I haven't went on a, any vacation since I started my business. I did go to Vegas, but that was a business trip. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of hate Vegas, so it wasn't the most pleasurable time. Yeah. But, um, I have one two vacation days that I'm doing at the end of this month, mm-hmm. so that I'm very excited about. Yeah. And I'm going by myself. So, mm-hmm. um, that'll be cool. It's like a motorcycle trip into the middle of the forest. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. I'm driving to Davisville, Missouri. It's down, I'm going to take highway 19 and then highway 49, which are both like really pretty roads mm-hmm. in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Um, go through like Cuba and Steelville mm-hmm. and Ooh, then, Cuba. um, and then it's like in the Mark Twain National Forest. And then I'll, nice. whenever I come back, I'll go through like, I'll go down like kind of like along 44 because I kind of want to hit up this cave. I've been to like Onondaga Cave mm-hmm. and um, Merrimack Caverns, but there's this other one 
um, I think it's called like Fisher Cave or hmm. something. What mm-hmm. is it called here? Uh, yeah, Fisher Cave. So hmm. I think it's in a state park somewhere. So I'm gonna try cool. and get that up on yeah. the way back. But cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah, before Christy and I met, I uh, had ne- not taken vacation in eight years. Oh my god! And she actually forced <laughs> me to do it. Eight and, years. And she, had to, she had to really fight me too. I did not want to do it. Yeah. And just me away from it and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm glad you did that's a it's long still time really hard yeah, he, yeah. he's really workaholic and he has a pretty swank job you get four weeks yeah four six, weeks off. four, four weeks, weeks of vacation off. a year but if i'm a manager i get six weeks off yeah yeah it's like when like when you're like that high like level manager like when I feel you feel even more responsible, yeah. you know. Like, when can I take four weeks off? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I find it very difficult. And yeah, so, yeah. But right now, I'm, I'm actually, I mean, I'm a higher rank, you know, worker, but I'm not like a manager. So, like, I have a little more time to take off, but I'm still got my hands so many pots. It's not like I can really do that too easily. But the place actually respects that, and, and if something has to go on hold. I work for the Federal Reserve Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I go and hold. They'll put things on hold so someone can go and rest up. And they respect 40 hours a week. They want you to go aim more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll ask you how you're doing. You need to take some days off. Mm-hmm. So it's, actually very, it's a very good work-life balance. Yeah. You know, um, stuff working on is actually important. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, right. But, so but, they, um, they don't want to mess you up. Exactly. Mess yeah, it up. Exactly. They're like, you need a mental break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, I'm enjoying it. But, you know, I mean, it sounds like it's an itch about, like, you know, maybe I should just dump it and go make weed stuff a business. But, like, I... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, I'm not by any means like have worked. I've worked since I was 15 years old, but like this is the hardest I've ever worked mm-hmm. in my entire life. Like mm-hmm. I do hex. I also work a part-time job at a thrift store. Mm-hmm. So wow. um, I work there two or three days a week as well. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, hex is like, I mean, I'm probably doing that 60 hours plus a week, wow. but also, um, my uh, lifestyle uh, needs a little bit more money. <laughs> I need that like extra spending money, I you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and like saving, saving and spending money. Yeah. So uh, yeah. the hustle is real. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've never hustled so hard <laughs> in my life. But I'm actually having a lot of fun too. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you seem like it. Yeah, it's worth it. It's yeah. definitely yeah. worth it. And I can make my own schedule, which is really nice. I can go to yoga or spinning at like eight in the morning and then go work instead of like having to wake up at. 6 a.m. I'm not a morning person, so, <laughs> yeah, so I like that a lot about it, um, but then, you know, that I work until, like, midnight or whatever, so, um, it's just, you know, I can make my own hours, and I, I like that now, I know, like, in the future, it'll have to be more structured if I'm, like, working with other people, yeah. like, underneath me and stuff, but, um, yeah, yeah I like it. Yeah, that's the thing I had trouble doing was adjusting my schedule to other people's schedule. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really work the same schedule I did, mm-hmm. which is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't understand right. why. Right, and I like, why is nobody it. responding to my emails at ten thirty at night? Oh, well, uh, because they are well, sleeping. Yeah, well, for me it's like three in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, expecting to be up, and like you can call me, hey, can you wake up, can you, you know, like <laughs> I, yes, I was that boss. I didn't, wow. That's why I actually lost talent too. I was, yeah, I don't, I was not very. Uh, Empathic, I guess, at the time. Oh. I've learned that over time. I learned that. <laughs> yeah. Learned that. Hey, I won't betray that way either. Ever. Right. Not saying I was mean to people, but I just expect them to be constantly available and mm-hmm. yeah. had the same skill level I had and everything and didn't yeah. understand why everybody's fighting all these fears out like I did. But, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I think that's something I have a hard time working with, too. Like, I'll, like, test out an intern or something, and I'm like, okay, why aren't you getting this? Like, mm. you know, sometimes, like either people don't have that like skill set or they just you know they just they're not a workaholic mm-hmm. like you <laughs> well, I learned over time how to be a better mentor and be more patient yeah. and I learned at first it was hard for me to be responsible for someone else's uh, work mm-hmm. you know I don't get responsible for my own work and they didn't get them get rid of them it was kind of my attitude almost yeah. like you're not good you know but oh, then yeah. I learned that if you just have more patience if you give them smaller tasks you give a little tight leash and slowly let it off mm-hmm. Then uh, once you get that extra leash, you're gonna really just go for it because they're gonna feel they have responsibility, feel they have skin in the game. Yeah. You know, and I also learned you can't just fully let them off the leash right away. No. That doesn't work either. Oh god. Um, no. That bit me out several times too. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So managing line. managing yeah. people is 
is a skill that not everyone has. Yeah. And I've learned that the hard way. Including I mean, some I, managers, unfortunately. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Because most, like, the, the majority of my managers didn't have the skills to be managers, mm. which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's like, you know, like, your tenure sort of thing, you know, like, you're, you've been there the longest, so, yeah, you're going to be the manager mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm. yeah, I, I like managing people now. I think I do, like, a decent job with it now. I do it at the thrift store. Mm-hmm. It's oh. a good practice, and then having an intern, but it's definitely an acquired skill. Like, it takes some time to figure mm. out how... To best like you know and then like all people are different yeah, too exactly. so you have to like change your tactics and yep. the way you talk to people and mm-hmm. yeah some people they uh you know can't take criticism criticism some people they need it uh-huh. like some people they really they focus them yeah you know and it's but some it, i i tend to i tend to like a little criticism now and then i like something keep me a little sharp oh i need along a, a yeah bit. i need it i'm like i can't be good all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um i still need the praise too you know, yeah so it's kind of I guess I go in phases. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think if I think a project project is going well, then I will expect praise. But I, if I don't think it's going well, they give me praise then. Like, whoa, what's wrong with one? Can I see this isn't going well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. or vice versa too. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like it's going really well. Like, well, oh, about this. Like, well, I think it's going great. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. yeah. I mean, not everyone's the best employee. Like Steve Jobs would be a shitty employee, yeah, right? Um, or That's Bill Gates, true. you know, it just you, you wouldn't be able to stand them. You no, know? yeah, yeah. I feel like I work with some of those types of people at Tech Artista. <laughs> I can see a lot of them there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. really good idealists, but yeah. like then they're like off somewhere else, you know. Yeah, I, I found I paired best with the, with the businessmen. Yeah, like some of those good mm-hmm. salespersons. That's what I eventually mm-hmm. did. My business, I eventually merged something else. Yeah. And it worked much better. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely gained some of the skills later on, but he was way better at making the sale, way better yeah. at pricing things, way better yeah. at understanding what took to do something. And saying, Charles, we're being really unrealistic. We can't do that. Yeah. You know, we got to pay these bills. we got to pay these people. You can't just, you know, spend a month or a year developing this thing. Yeah. You know, you think it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. There's the. Uh, well, like, it's kind of like Chris and Eric at Tech Artista. Like, mm. Chris is a very, like, business-minded, mm. um, that sort of guy. And then, and they're both, like, great idealists. Mm-hmm. But um, Eric's definitely got, like, some crazy ideas. And then we're like, okay, we can do this and this and this, <laughs> but we can't do that. <laughs> yeah. so. Keep it all in check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah another yeah. thing I learned was that it's okay to fire a client. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, um, I learned that through other businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm okay doing that now on my own. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are some really hard things that I've had to do. Like, and those are like, like firing a client. If they're, mm-hmm. like, just terrible people and they make you miserable, you yeah. don't need the money that yeah. bad. Nope. Like, yeah. you can find it you somewhere else. You need your sanity else. way more. Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah, I nearly went totally insane because of one client that just. Was probably the client from utter hell, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you wouldn't pay for anything, you wouldn't everything, everything was so horrible, completely utter horrible, and just pretty it was working just for him for a period of time, mm-hmm. and ignoring all the other clients. So this guy had to make the right for this guy with nothing to make him happy, and it was so demanding. Like, I was like, wow, if I look at the amount of energy, if I look at the energy to money ratio, it was like, you know, you know, eighty hours totally for a dollar. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it was so bad. It's like just terrible. Like, wow. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's like you know what? Um. I actually, I basically said, you know what, fuck you. <laughs> and I took the phone, and that was it. <laughs> and that's, that's it. You know, I had enough, and I felt the sense of like, oh, my, my business is over. It's going to be all over now. I can't do anything with anyone anymore. Like, well, wait a minute. No. Yeah. I have to, I don't care what the guy says. Yeah. You know, my clients love me, and, mm-hmm. you know, just like, oh, I'll just, yeah, that, that felt good. That yeah. felt really good. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just, Who the guy. from? Oh, uh, God, what guy? It was some guy doing some kind of security company mm. and he camera was it's like basically it's online he's selling these security cameras security systems also trying to make a message board but also trying to make like the next facebook oh. also trying to do all these oh, things God. it's just like security yes yeah, it's very scary. weird so it's supposed to be this thing about how to share tips and how to send out alerts and have the cops be part of something that we're too oh, just Jesus like Christ. yeah it has a weird name like american terrible american freedom source.com there's something weird like that i can't remember what it was uh. like yeah, this guy. Way yeah. too much. Yeah. Yeah, it was just he trying to do be everything mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. practically no money whatsoever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, I've run into that. And, you know, like, if people don't have the money for a project, then, you know, you just have to say, you know, sorry and then move on. And Mm -hmm. you don't want to burn that bridge because, you know, down the road there might be a better fit. They might have a bigger budget Mm -hmm. to, like, actually hire you. Mm. Um, Asking for money is always fun. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is. Also, I had another client that wanted to make, like, again, like, in their new, everyone would, like, make Facebook again for some reason. But he had money. He had Mm -hmm. his retirement money. He's like, I have like you know two hundred thousand dollars. I want to make the next Facebook. And it's like I could work with him like for solidly in my field for like a year or so. But it's mm-hmm. like, why do you want to make the next Facebook? Yeah. You know why do you want? To, it's already Facebook. You know, yeah. Subscribe to Facebook. I don't know. This will be different. This will be for unions. It's like well they could just use Facebook. Yeah. Make a Facebook and make a group. group. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like no no no. It's gonna be different. They're gonna want to use it. Like mm. well yeah I just especially yeah like, you don't want to swindle them out of their money. Yeah. yeah. I totally could have. I told yeah. them like you know yeah we'll do it and like. Yeah. Yeah. And then you give them something and... Whatever. Yeah, they're like, well, I'll just use Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just use, well, there's your $200,000 down the drain. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I don't want to think about retirement money. I mean, yeah. I already probably went to someone else. Yeah, Which, I don't hear about it now, but it probably didn't work, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Client work is tough. Yeah, it is, yeah. and it's... Um, I've never been, like, a freelancer, but I, t- I mean, I kind of am, because I'm sort of, like... I have some, I have some, uh, like, retainer people, but most mm-hmm. of it's all, like, projects or, mm-hmm. like, monthly-based mm-hmm. stuff, so this is definitely a change, a change in pace as, as far as, like, not having, um, stable income all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Um. Piece of famine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, it hasn't been, like, terrible, mm-hmm. um, especially after I got my, like, second job, but, mm-hmm. um. Doesn't help, yeah. Yeah, so, um, it's, it's just, like, a different, different wavelength mm-hmm. now. Do you have any client success stories? Yeah. Yeah? I guess. They're, What's the good news? Let's see. Mm. Um, Philomena and Ruth is, mm. oh, yeah. they're, um, I've been working with them since I started Hex. They mm-hmm. were the first people that reached out to me and wanted to work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, They're a cool place. Yeah, they really are. Mm-hmm. And I identify hard with Waterloo and, like, the situation that they're in. Because mm-hmm. I'm from Herman, which is, like, mm-hmm. sort of the same, but in in Missouri. Like, small town sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, Herman does not have a shop like that there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um... So I like that small town thing, and I like what she's doing. Like, you know, I don't have to be in a big city to have, like, a shop like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she's she's doing well. She's, um, I think she's up, like, 30% for the year. Awesome. We've done, like, a lookbook. and yeah, um, So we're working on, like, securing wholesale orders. She just went to the Newport Folk Fest. We're shooting the fall-winter lookbook mm-hmm. in cool. next weekend hmm. in Waterloo on this Longhorn bull, or Longhorn cow farm. Huh. Yeah, hmm. it's really cool. Um, and then Hopscaller Brewery, which is in um, Waterloo as well. It burnt down a few months ago, and they're rebuilding it. should be hopefully hmm. be open by the weekend that we're hmm. shooting. Um so yeah, they're really good. She's um, her in store sales are good. Um, whenever like a lot of retail is not doing good right now, she's she's doing well and yeah. online sales are picking up. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and then Katie May of May's Place, I've been working with her too. We've been doing a lot of in stores, and those have all, every one of them has been like super successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done some like collaborations with. Um, uh, Sarah Stallman Wicked Wildflower and they she did like this like holy collection because Katie has like I mean she has like a lot of vintage clothes in her warehouse so mm-hmm. she sort of like picked this collection um, her and Sarah Stallman picked the collection and it was like sort of like mm-hmm. like church like themed because mm-hmm. she has a lot of that and Sarah has this fascination with like church relics and that sort of thing so Mm -hmm. she wanted to make this like capsule collection um inspired by that and so we launched it there and that was a it was a pretty good hit like pretty big hit and um the lookbook was great too um we had the girl um chariot photography shoot that and it turned out really well it was at lymph and Hmm. it's like very gothic yeah 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 
Neat. So, um, what else? Um, I've had some, like, some other projects, like, with, like, Seagram's that's going on right now. Cool. I would say that's, like, one of my bigger projects yeah. that's will hopefully be a success. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. It's cool. It completes at the end of this month. So, um, I've been really happy with the, uh, the types of people I was able to secure for that. So, it was, cool. like, a real colorful campaign to ce- celebrate their... Uh, Jamaican Me Happy drink, their 10-year anniversary. <laughs> Jamaican Me Happy? Yes, it's Seagram's Escapes. It's like one of their wine cooler drinks. Yes, hmm. it's like guava and I don't know. It's okay. pink. It's cute. Okay. And I think, I don't know, I haven't I haven't tried it, so I don't know if it's good or not. No, they're not local. No, they? they're not. So no. how they find you? Yeah, so that is kind of a contract project I got through um, another client. Hmm. And cool. they, they contracted me out for this this portion gotcha. of it so um a lot of agencies will sort of build in influencer marketing into their mm-hmm. campaign but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily execute it themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. so um mm-hmm. they'll have a budget for it and then they'll be like hey what can you do with this yeah. sort of thing mm-hmm. so yeah a lot of agencies i mean some people just they're like influencer marketing is kind of like a newer concept and not everyone in agencies kind of get it. Right. Um, it's kind of the latest, maybe 2017 term. Yeah. I was actually just going to ask you about that. So t- tell us, what is that? What, what does is, it mean to you? Yes. What is influencer marketing? Um, that's a great question. Yeah, because you yeah. said it kind of is what Hex is. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Yeah. So I consider an influencer anyone online or in real life with a niche audience that's marketable. So somebody that has, you know, a, a specific group audience that a brand would want to work with, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. That's what mm-hmm. influencer marketing is. Mm-hmm. And you can be, like I said, online. So like bloggers, social mm-hmm. media, um, or it can be like a community leader, mm-hmm. um, you know, an older person or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Maybe not government related, but, you know, somebody like in the community that's... Sure a person Mm -hmm. like a whatever but um (laughs) uh so yeah somebody that can that has an audience that's interested and engaged yeah and that would be profitable for for marketing purposes Hmm. um not profitable but you know like brand exposure whatever Mm -hmm. you know whatever they're looking for yeah so get the word out yeah so that's and that's making that's making content, asking um, these type of people if working with this brand or product is a good fit, mm. reaching out to them, and then asking them to create user-generated content, you know, cr- content created by them instead of the brand. Mm-hmm. So it's creating this sort of non-owned, trusted, independent source of media um, relaying back to the brand mm-hmm. and creating exposure that way rather than a traditional advertisement. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that term has just sort of come into the lexicon maybe in the last year mm-hmm. or two or so. Oh, yeah. Um, word doesn't even... Influencers isn't like a... <laughs> I think it tells me it's spelled wrong most of the time. I'm like, uh, <laughs> this is definitely a word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's brand new, mm-hmm. I would say. 2017 is kind of when it's it's kind of hitting mainstream yeah. now. The last couple years has been, no one's known that it's kind of been going on. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's why now the FTC is kind of saying like, hey, you gotta, you gotta tell people mm-hmm. that this is an ad or this yeah. is sponsored. Oh, the FCC? Um, FTC. FTC, oh, Federal Trade Commission, right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, FCC has their own rules, too, but yeah, but mm-hmm. the FTC has, like, the, mm-hmm. the, the they're the ones that'll get you. Gotcha, <laughs> Yeah, because it's, like, the buying and selling of whatever. I see. So, okay. Um, and, the, well, their law, their rule is you have to say within the first three lines of any sponsored content that it's wow. sponsored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that include, like, Instagram? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Yes. They've, they've sent some letters out, but I think it's mostly to like 
some bigger people right. sure. yeah. that haven't been saying that things mm-hmm. are sponsored. Sure. You know? yeah. But um, I think that's like a kind of like a warning round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once so. it becomes more mainstream. Yeah. I'm sure it will in yeah. the next five yeah. years. I think, I think there will be a tipping point. Yeah. Um, there always is. I think it'll be probably, we probably have like a year and a half, two years yeah. before mm-hmm. we hit that. But yeah. mm-hmm. And then it'll sort of like, you know, mm-hmm. go back down to like, you know, it won't be such a fad marketing thing right. anymore. Mm-hmm. It'll be some other new thing. And, you know, Hex isn't... I like influencer marketing, but Hex isn't always... It might not always be that. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to obviously evolve with marketing oh, sure. trends. And if there's something else that I would rather do, then I'll probably do that. But for now, influencer marketing's great. Yeah. And I like doing it. I like working with influencers and, and brands and mm-hmm. creating those relationships. Totally. So, nice. Yeah. So, Laura, what did you want to be when you were a kid? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I knew. Mm. I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't, um, I didn't really have anything that I wanted to be, like, mm-hmm. in particular. I didn't want to be a nurse. I knew I didn't want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hated kids when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Same here. <laughs> um... I don't know, and, like, none of the classes, the, the one, the classes that stood out for me most in, like, clubs were, like, the business classes and, mm-hmm. like, Mar- and like DECA club and stuff like that where I was doing marketing because it was, like, probably the most, like, it was, like, a fusion of creative and also, like, business, mm-hmm. so I kind of liked that, that sort of, that world, and I actually started, I went into marketing, mm-hmm. um, when I went to college, and that's what I thought I wanted to be, so I guess I wanted to be a marketer. That doesn't sound very fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be a marketer yeah. when I grow up, Mom. Yeah, so I think, I don't know, I, I knew that I had to be something. I, I played volleyball. I knew I wasn't going to, like, become a pro at that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I just, like, found it. I don't know. There's, yeah. like, I feel like I have lots of things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I'm doing now, but, like, my retirement job is I hope one day I can be, like, the organ player at the city museum, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. there's, like, a lot of different jobs that I like. I like, um, I really like journalism, too. Mm-hmm. So I think that was also something that, But I don't like writing that much, so that's mm-hmm. also why. <laughs> I could be a great photojournalist. Totally. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, I really liked Vice and, like, investigative journalism. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I watched Vice News and, uh. Yeah. Watch, watch yeah. So, I thought for a while I wanted to be an investigative journalist and go over to Iraq. Mm-hmm. And I could still do that one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. But, um, yeah, I don't, there wasn't really anything in particular I wanted to be. Not mm. that I can remember. I have to ask my parents, but I don't. I don't, I don't remember wanting to be anything in yeah. particular. Yeah. I was like, I'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. So then I guess that sort of relates to another question I like to mm-hmm. ask people is, do you have um, some hobbies or interests that you do that no one would ever know about you? Um, well, I guess my motorcycle is my new hobby. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. For what, like the last two months or so? Yeah, I've wanted one for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think I read Hell's Angels by Hunter S. Thompson when I was, like, a freshman in college, mm-hmm. and ever since then, I've wanted a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and, like, just, like, all of that, like, motorcycle, like, like um, you know, Easy Rider, and, like, all of the movies and, like, books and, like, that sort of, like, mm-hmm. pop culture really stuck out to me, and I, I don't know, I, it, like, popped into my head like not long ago and I was like I should like actually make this a thing like I've wanted this for a while like mm-hmm. I'll start like saving and like I'm gonna get I'm gonna do it mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a hobby yeah. <laughs> um so yeah I got it uh I got a couple months ago mm-hmm. and what kind is it it is a 1971 Honda CL 350 it's a scrambler supposedly it's the same one that girl same model that the girl rode in the girl with the dragon tattoo yeah. which yeah. i haven't seen i need to watch that movie have you read the book no okay. i haven't have you no i haven't I yeah haven't yeah i don't yeah i don't read too much nonfiction or mm. fiction sorry yeah. i 
I should read more, but, um, yeah. Um, yeah, so I have that. It's, uh, I haven't wrote it too much. I took, like, the motorcycle safety course, um, a couple weeks ago, and I got my license mm -hmm. and did all that, and so I'm just waiting to get it back now from the shop. Yeah. So I can drive it around. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone in your family No. Ride? No? <laughs> what do they nope. think of this? <laughs> At first, they were pissed. My mom was like, yeah. are you serious? You bought a motorcycle? And I was like, yeah. I think she might have cried a little bit. Oh. <laughs> um, and then, now they're fine with it. Like, I've taken the safety course, and, like, I have a helmet. I've got all the safety stuff, mm -hmm. so they're, like, okay with it. Mm -hmm. And then my dad all of a sudden tells me that he, he's like, well, maybe I'll... Maybe I should just uh, get a Harley now. I've always wanted one. And I was like, you've always wanted one. You've never, <laughs> ever said that in your life, and now you want one. And when I was home this past weekend, he was he said he had a dream that he was on a motorcycle. And I was like, what Aww. the hell? Like, <laughs> So I, it would be cool if my dad got one, but I never yeah. knew he had that like secret life dream. Hmm. <laughs> and he's a mechanic, though, so I'm like ah. hoping he gets into it so he can do all my... Mm -hmm bike work for me or teach me how yeah hmm. very cool yeah. so they're car people but mm -hmm. no one's ever had like a motorcycle my cousin did but mm -hmm. yeah everyone thought he was crazy <laughs> but this is it's a little guy you know it'll be fine it'll mm -hmm. be fun i'm excited very nice yeah yeah um <laughs> you got any questions well i mean like what's some of your favorite places to eat and drink in town Oh, that's a great question. I have, um, since I'm not a blogger anymore, I have, like, fallen off of, like, all of the, like, new good places to eat, mm -hmm. which bums me out, because I was, like, thinking about it the other day, I was like, oh, there's all these, like, really good places I've never been, like, Nixta and, like, yeah. all these places, but, um, let's see, something that's really good, um... I would say my favorite place to drink because I'm, I'm there most of the time is like either Whiskey Ring or B-Side. B-Side because they have Stag on Draft mm -hmm. and it's cheap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then as far as food goes, God, uh, I can't think of anything that's like super great. Um, no, it would be super great even, yeah. Probably Taste. Taste is probably my favorite yeah. like go-to because sure. I work a lot in the Central West End. Their fries are my favorite. They've got really great cocktails, too. Yeah, they do. Um, and I think it's just, like, it's just always good. It's always, like, a yeah. good staple. Yeah. yeah. And I can go mm -hmm. sit at the bar and eat by myself and not feel weird. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, then, let's see. Okay, other places in St. Louis. Maybe not restaurants and bars. Okay. Do you have just places in St. Louis you like to go, like, to hang out? Attractions or buildings um, or... I like to go to Tower Grove Park a mm -hmm. lot. I live close. I ride my bike there a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like a little great little place. It is. Um, great park. Otherwise, I'd say the art museums. They're mm -hmm. all pretty great. I like to go, I like to go to CAM. Um, and then if I have enough time, I'll go to SLAM. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that'll take me. A while, even though I've seen like all the ex you know exhibits that stay there for a while, but it's always like nice to walk through because you're like oh, I haven't seen this in a while. Yeah, and it's easy to spend a few hours there, mm -hmm. and it's free if you have your day off. Yeah, yeah it's great. Well, and Fridays, Fridays at Slam they do the free uh, traveling or whatever exhibition. Mm. So um, I try to go free on Friday. Nice. <laughs> Because they have a, a, what is it, Men in Rain or something right now. Mm -hmm. um, that's supposed to be a good exhibit. And I might mm -hmm. need to go see that this Friday. Or I think it goes to like September 9th. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it should be a good good show. I've seen some photos from it. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to backtrack. You talked about <laughs> books earlier. Okay. What are some books that have really influenced you? Oh, God. <laughs> um, Slaughterhouse Five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the mm. tattoo. People yeah. can't can't nice. see it on the podcast, yeah. but it says "So it goes." Uh -huh. mm. um, I like that saying. I like the book a lot. It's very dark, um, um, but also I I like 
like the saying because like that's kind of like how I live my life too. Like mm-hmm. I don't get like too hung up on anything in particular mm-hmm. and I try to like just move on with it and mm-hmm. go with the flow. Sure. That and uh God. Ham on rye. Ham on rye. Who's that? Um Bukowski. Bukowski. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. He's I like a lot of like uh, like Huntress, Thompson, Bukowski, um, mm. and then like on the psych stuff like Malcolm Gladwell and that mm-hmm. sort of. Those are probably like the mm. three people that I probably have most mm. formed me. Yeah, my literary. Mm. Have read anything by uh, Stephen Pinker? Mm. He, he does a lot of psychology and okay. lingu- and uh, not linguism, but uh, he's a linguist and yeah, okay. studies the nature of language and yeah. consciousness. Mm. Uh, very cool. Interesting writes. Also, I'll have um, to look him up. This is, I think Douglas Hofstadter. He has some really great writings. He has a book called uh, the GBH one here. I think it's called GBH or G B B. Gold Escher Bach. Uh, oh yeah, tr- an internal golden uh, braid. It's a really interesting. Uh, yeah, that's an read. interesting book. It's uh, it's actually my father's copy, but it basically goes between the ideas of like consciousness, mathematics, geometry, mm. infinite recursion, religion. Patterns, puzzles, oh, music, wow. everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he also wrote another book called uh, I, "I Am a Strange Loop." Mm. It's really fascinating because it dealt with the nature of what is consciousness and what is a thing, even. Right. You know mm-hmm. how do how are things things? Like, are they really a thing, or are they just uh, emergent property of smaller things that make them up? Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff like that. So it's really interesting. Um, yeah, I like a lot of like social theory books. Mm. Um, I don't know why, but I do. Mm. Is that rain? Yep. Oh, oh great. great. <laughs> Sweet. That's water, so perfect. Interesting. <laughs> wow. There's a lot of stuff in this book. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a kind of redo. It's kind of you read like a page and you put down thing for a while. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yeah. No, I like books like that a lot. I like yeah. um, these ponderous tomes. Mm-hmm. And there's all the philosophy books around here and books about society and, yeah. you know. Stuff to me, so mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I use a lot of fiction. I like uh, Heller a lot, okay. I like, um, like yeah, Huxley I, I and feel like uh, Orwell. I've seen some Heller stuff. What, um, oh, Catch 22, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's probably the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Vonnegut's still good. I like Vonnegut too, but um, dude, the people in the improv shop are definitely Vonnegut nuts. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 Vonnegut's one of my favorites <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He's, like, kind of, like, over, overly, almost, like, too much, like, mm-hmm. popularized by the hipsters, but mm-hmm. I still love him. Mm-hmm. He actually has, there's a Vonnegut Museum in Indianapolis. Really? Yes. Wow. I know that. Huh. Yes. Hmm. What's there? Not much. <laughs> I think there's, like, a typewriter and, like, just, like, a collection of his books. Huh. But, um, I think it's, like, a small, like, little, like, essentially, like, a gift shop, but... It's supposed to be a museum, and uh-huh. also they have a bunch of murals or of, of him because mm-hmm. he grew up at least from Indianapolis, mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. um, or like you know the farm mm-hmm. or whatever outside of there. But, um, yeah, I've been meaning to go down there ever since I found that out, and I have friends that are from Indy, and I used to go there all the time in college, but mm-hmm. now I haven't been back since I found out there is a museum there. Mm-hmm. So. I need to go check it out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Indianapolis supposedly is a great drinking town. Yeah. 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 Mass Ave is a great little street. Mm. Um, Whenever I go there, I spend most of my time there because there's this place called Bakersfield and it's kind of like Mm. a mission taco. Mm. Um, But they have, I feel like they have, they have better spirits. Like they have Mm. like really good like reposados Mm. and like stuff like that. Um, and then there's like a little jazz bar on the corner and like mm-hmm. a really good pizza spot, Basbos on the street too. Cool. Yeah, it's like the everyone loves Basbos oh. in Indianapolis. Cool. So I've never been. Yeah, yeah you should go. It's, a, it's yeah. a quick drive. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it really is. You can see some interest interesting yeah. things along the way. I think there's a prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go to Kansas City quite a yeah. bit, so we think it's probably about the same amount of distance really. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe a little bit more, but yeah. Like I used to go there when I was younger. I had some friends who moved there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember, yeah, even back then, going like 20 years ago, it was a great place for, to drink. Yeah. So the first, that's where I first had an old-fashioned. Oh. Was um, in a Manhattan was in Indianapolis. Wow. Like, oh, what is this? Because I was a bartender, time, but I made Jack and Cokes. Yeah, <laughs> right. The most yeah. complex thing I, made, thing I made was about that, really. You know, mm-hmm. Or maybe a 
Cosmo. Like, you have yeah. crappy grape, yeah. grape juice yeah. and some shitty vodka in it. Yeah. I did have one drink I made. I, I thought it was, like, really clever. Like, I'm, I'm a real mixologist now. <laughs> um, I basically made what I called a rosy cheek Russian. Ooh. It was a white, white Russian made with raspberry vodka. Oh. That was good. That was really good. But I'm like, 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 I'm such a pro. <laughs> wow, has yeah. your game improved? <laughs> yeah, I've also made a ground Russian with blueberry vodka. Yes. Oh. See, I can really mix it up there. Yeah. yeah. Really good. So the, the Russians were your your specialty. I was the, time, was the thing. The only thing I knew how to make was <laughs> Besides the Jack and Coke, you know. Yeah. Too many ingredients. Yeah. That's easy. Yep. Yes, he has gotten better. Yeah. Now, now we're much more creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Laura, tell people if they want to find you in person or online, where do they go? What are your stats? Sure. So you can find me at hexstl.com or on Instagram and Twitter, hex underscore STL. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my personal page is weird underscore culture for Instagram, mm-hmm. so definitely two different things, more professional on the uh, Hex one, and then Weird Culture is all me. Yeah. <laughs> so. so then my last question for you tonight is, do you have any asks or requests or recommendations for the folks listening to us? Um, Anything at all? I guess just follow me on instagram that's like the only thing i can ask that's probably the best way to get in touch with me and to know what's going on mm-hmm. follow me on there i'll follow you back and we can be friends <laughs> let's all be friends yeah Yay. good deal Yay. well thanks laura yeah thank it was you great so for much having you over. yeah very nice glad this worked out totally yeah good job awesome Boom. yes cool you gotta meet waffles, waffles. <laughs> got to be our assistant Hey guys, thanks for listening to our conversation with Laura. So I'm going to ask nicely, I I usually have a little script written up, but I'm going to switch things up a bit, and it would be so, so, so nice if you guys rated and reviewed, or at least just rated our podcast on Apple Podcasts. A review is great too, but I know a lot of people don't have the time to type things out, Um, but The stars for the rating system just help a podcast so much to get the word out and get it in front of people's eyes, and that is what Charlie and I are trying to do. So if you haven't done that already, we would super appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you also would like more podcasts or more of what we are doing, you can consider becoming a sponsor on our Patreon site. Uh, You can find it at patreon.com slash we eat stuff you can check it out find uh the level of giving that's right for you check out all the packages that we're offering and we would really appreciate your support because it really does help us thank you please be sure to join us next week for another interview but in the meantime go out there and eat stuff bye and happy halloween Thank you.